Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Beauty Pop Podcast. I am Victoria. And I'm Jen. And that's Jen. And She's that's on me. a delay. <laughs> am I? Oh no. No, 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 no. I'm kidding. No, oh, I'm kidding. You just, it was a delayed reaction. So no, but you're not actually on a delay. It's okay. Look, I, it's been a long couple of days. So here we are. We're recording this on together. a Friday. <laughs> yes. I, I know. I sound nasally because I've been sick with some weird virus that wasn't COVID, but I kind of think it still was, but... Anyway, we and the negative. other jobs. I haven't won the lottery yet, although I love my other jobs. But uh, it's been a busy. It's just been busy, you know. It's, I think yeah. people this time of year. I've noticed not to jump into just life stuff, but I've noticed this time of year people really like kick it into high gear because summer's over and then the holidays are coming, and I think you find that like people start to just like crank so that they can like skid for the rest of the year, you know. The, or uh, yeah, and I think people like with back to school and moms and stuff. You know, I'm not a mom, but you know, I my mom friends or yeah, they have like a love hate relationship with September. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it's like, well, the kids are back in school, so that's a good thing. But also, life just feels busier when it's yes. not the summer, and everyone kind that's of gets right. back to real life. So yeah, it's, it's like reality hits us all again. <laughs> yes, so it's it's been yeah, so it's been a week. But this is also just so you guys know who are listening. This is also my once a week catch up with Jen because I used to get to Which talk to love. her every day. <laughs> and now that we don't do the same radio show, this is my once a week. And so I try to cram in a whole week's worth of things because normally catch up on our whole life in yeah. like 20 minutes, which is I terrible. Know. And normally we would talk this way about all the stuff that we're sharing on the podcast, but this is For the like stuff that we would talk about. three hours a day. <laughs> we had three hours a day during every commercial break. That's what yeah. we were doing. So yeah, so it, yeah, we, we cram a lot in. Um, speaking of cramming, uh, we do have a lot to talk about today, Excuse actually. Me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> speaking of cramming. <laughs> speaking of cramming content in. <laughs> Did that sound weird and sexual? It sounded kind of funny. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I'll blame it on me still being sick. I don't know. There you go. I'll, I'll just sniffle my way through this. And I do apologize. <laughs> and I apologize in advance to my husband, who is our producer and editor, because if I do sniffle, he has to take out the sniffles <laughs> in post. So sorry about that. Um, <laughs> let's start with we have uh, a listener comment that you have. And I have a listener question that I think you can probably answer better than I can. So why don't awesome. you read the, the comment from the listener and we'll go from there. Yeah, this was on our Instagram at Beauty Pop Pod, or you can follow me at Jennifer Horn Radio or at On Air Victoria. And I am Margot Lala. Thank you for your comment. She listened to uh, our episode on our skincare routines, our evening routines, basically. And she says that she doesn't use face wash anymore because it was so drying. So she says, I've stopped using face wash for years now. I use those makeup removing towels that clean with water only, then wash the towel, then I apply an organic toner. I can wipe with a cotton ball if needed to clean more and a very simple face cream that has only a few ingredients. Both are from Whole Foods. I avoid oh. having my face under the water when I shower because it makes it very irrit irritated and red for some reason. Mm -hmm. Then about every couple of weeks, sometimes more often, I do a face scrub and hydrating face mask. Always the same product so I don't break out. My skin is so much better now. So thanks for sharing that. And by the way, I love it. If you want to contribute your routine or whatever we're talking about, your favorite products. Absolutely. I love to hear it. And I'm so curious about those towels that don't require any face washer or soap. Um, have you seen them? I've heard of them. I haven't used them because they I have, have like one a million for different eye makeup, cleansers. 
which yeah. I feel like it would be that to get all my eye makeup off, I think would be, would be rough. Cause I'm a little heavy handed with the eye makeup, but I'm now that she said she uses it and that it works for her. I might try it. I like that. Yeah. Idea. I love that. And actually um, that's reminding me when we were talking about our nighttime skin routines, I had said that I do something different every night and mm-hmm. that I wasn't really sure if that was like the, a good thing. Well, it turns out that's a thing. It's called skin cycling. And I just See? read it. I had no idea. Because <laughs> like I read all these beauty blogs and, you know, all, newsletters and all kinds of stuff. And so it, 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 was, it was a thing about, I want to say it was maybe from like Prevention Magazine, which has a lot of good like health stuff. And so, and it was like dermatologists are loving this trend called skin cycling. So I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I'll read what it is. Well, it's basically what I do. <laughs> it's, it's just one night it up. <laughs> <laughs> one night you exfoliate. One night you you the next night you just do a moisture bomb, which is mm-hmm. like what I call it. My my Augustine is butter bomb of moisture. The next night you do a glycolic or like a you know some sort of an acid exfoliator. The next right. you know one and then the next night you do a retinol treatment. I mean it's literally what I've been doing. So I kind of feel like maybe I should stick to what I've been doing because I don't not? have any you know it, my skin hasn't gotten worse. It's definitely on gotten trend. a lot better. And it's and, fun. You don't get bored. Yeah. And I mean, if dermatologists are all down with it, then why not? But I yeah. do think that um, the the thing for me, having very dry and very sensitive skin, finding a good face wash is important, obviously. I know. And the JLo Beauty is the one that I endorse the most. Um, it does not strip any moisture, but it gets rid of all your makeup in one wash. Because normally I do a double cleanse, mm-hmm. but with the JLo, I've gotten away with one cleanse, makeup and all. So not waterproof mascara, obviously. And we're going to talk about mascara later. But um, water is very, very drying. And especially if you're using tap water. So like wherever funny, you are in the true. country... You know, I, you're in California. I'm uh, I'm outside of New York City in New Jersey. Jersey water is horrific. California water. How is California water? Is it soft or is it hard or? It, oh, it's hard water for sure. Um, you can which get, is very drying. It's drying, that, very yeah. drying. But I think as far as quality goes, the water in LA is not so bad. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't drink the tap water. I use it on my face. It is really drying, but everything dries my face out because that's just my skin. So yeah. So the water in Jersey is really, really bad. Like mm-hmm. I would, I would call it toxic. There are yeah. cancer clusters. Um, a civil action. That movie was all based on the water twenty minutes away from yeah. me. Super cool. Um, Aaron Brockovich like probably won't even set foot in Jersey anymore. <laughs> like it's, I mean, it's really bad water. So I have a filter. You know, we don't drink any tap water. The dogs don't drink tap water. It's really bad. And so I have a shower filter that. I have that has totally helped like my mm-hmm. skin was really dry when we when we moved out of Manhattan which by the way I used to think it was like a, like a a myth that New York City had like the best drinking water it really is like I've tested huh. it with my little digital meter it is literally the, the some of the highest ranked water in the country and it's great on your skin and your hair and everything so moving down to Jersey I had brassy highlights because there's so much you know metal and content in the water it was really it was harsh so when listener Margot was talking about you know even in the shower it's rough you're right keep your face away especially when you add heat to it you know oh yeah I, I wash my face in like cold water basically and that's me it. too because everything else is just it's way too irritating 
The only time I'll use heat really is if I steam. Sometimes I'll do like a steaming treatment basically to open things up a little bit. And like they do when you get a facial, that's about it. Everything else, yeah. I don't know. I don't use super hot water in my face at all. No, it's it's really not good. I mean, I've never, every dermatologist has always told me like, and I think we talked about this once, even when getting a facial, I don't even tell, I tell them no steam. Because right. it's, it's very irritating. Um, so, but that's great. Thank you for sharing, Margot. Thank you for sharing your, your nighttime routine. And um, if you do hear this and follow up, like, let us know what brand of the towelettes that you're using. Because I know, if I'm that's really curious. working, yeah, I would definitely check that out. Um, we have another listener question. Okay. Long time listener of Beauty Pop. First time, Dominique. long time, as they yeah. say in radio. <laughs> yep. Long time listener, loyal fan of the, of the pod is uh, my friend Dominique. And she has her question, which I think you can answer uh, oh, because you're the eye makeup queen. Mm -hmm. She said, what are your tips and tricks to keep your eye makeup from migrating down below her eyes? Because she said no matter what she does or tries, it all ends up below her eyes. I don't have this problem. I've never had this problem, but I know a lot of women have this issue. Is she talking about during the day or as she's applying it? I think as the, like once it's on. As the day goes on. As the day goes on or the evening. See, yeah. I struggle with this too. And I wish I had a really great answer because when uh, it's awful, you know, COVID made us all ter like oh, terribly aware of some of our gross and terrible habits. Like <laughs> I touch my face way too much. I don't mean to constantly in this eye area. And I'll be like, oh, I think if you start with products that don't crumble and that stay on, you're going to be in better shape. I think it's really hard to avoid, especially if you're working throughout the day, if you touch your face a lot, if you're in humidity, I think sometimes some smear is just inevitable and you've just got to keep checking it out to make sure you don't look like a scary clown. But yeah, there are some really good products that I like. And I also like to apply um, with a brush. I don't know how she's applying her eye, her eye makeup, but if you use a tighter brush, I don't even know what the name is, but you know, we can link some maybe to this podcast. I'll, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll find it. If you use a short and tight eyeshadow brush, I find that pot packs the color in a lot more so that it doesn't come loose and kind of sprinkle down your face throughout the day. Also, the mascaras I'm going to talk about today are two that do not smear. And I'm so happy about it because I, my mascara constantly was smearing and these two are really good. I also really like the Urban Decay Primer and that can help kind of give a sticky base for it to hold on to. I don't use eyeshadow primer all the time. I use it primarily if I'm going um, to a nicer event or if I've got something where I'm going to be on a stage, but I always put my foundation on my eyelid. So as I'm applying foundation, I always I add that to my eyelid just so it has a little something else to stick to. And I never knew. And you know, it's funny because I always call you the eye makeup queen. I never knew if that was correct or not. Yeah. Because I, I always, when I put my foundation on, I always do my it's whole a good eyelid. Yep. And I've just always done it, never really knowing if that was helpful or not. But maybe that is one of the reasons why I I, I don't think I've ever had an issue with eye makeup, you know, migrating. So yeah, maybe mine doesn't mine doesn't migrate as much as I migrate it with my hand. And so that's uh, why, you know, it's just constantly Even blinking a lot. People don't realize how much you blink. And blinking yep. can really move stuff around too. And I've been using my glasses more when I'm on the computer and then just on and off. The other, the last thing, so other, I like the Urban Decay Primer because Urban Decay has those really chunky eyeshadows. And so their primer is like glue. So if you use it, it actually it's sticks. I do like the base makeup on the, on the, as 
you know, the, the base as well, but also my last step, and this is a lot, I don't know that a lot of people do this. My last step before I leave is to take some concealer and put it just underneath my eye. One more round of concealer right under my eye. I use a wet, small beauty sponge to just kind of tap it in. And that seems to help kind of keep everything sort of in place in and around the eyelid. So uh, maybe those tips will help. I hope that they do. I know it's a problem and especially everybody's got different kind of skin, weather conditions, conditions in their office and yeah. habits. So hopefully that helps. Absolutely. And the other, the, the answer that I gave her was um, from the makeup artist that I used in LA at the Gracie mm-hmm. Awards this spring. She had said not to use any eye makeup or uh, eye cream underneath yeah. my or anywhere on my eye. Keep so it I dry. Didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just use my regular moisturizer and then um, she did the foundation and everything. But she used um, an eye primer and I, it was from Milk, Milk Makeup. That's which a good is also, one too. Yeah. And it's called Grip It. And it's just specifically for the eye makeup. And then yeah. I also use the Milk Primer called Grip It as well all over my face. It's a different mm-hmm. formula. But um, I never even... Until she told me about using an eye primer, I'd never even thought that that was a product that existed or that I ever needed, but Mm -hmm. it definitely helped. And then, you know, when we talked about that in episode one, you and I were together until like 1 o'clock in the morning that night and my makeup didn't move at all. Then I slept in it, (laughs) which everyone, (laughs) apparently I'm like, I guess because Dominique said to me, she was like, I can't believe that you sleep in your makeup as much as you do. I'm like, well, I don't wear makeup that often. It's like maybe once a week so maybe it's not, not part even of your that routine. much it's not part of my routine but when i do wear makeup it's on a friday night or a saturday night if we're going out so no one taking their makeup off before that no, no. <laughs> going to bed so um but yeah so and that primer that uh primer from milk and and urban yeah. decay makes great products i've always liked urban decay well it sounds so 90s but it is that their products because their eyeshadow is so theatrical I mm-hmm. found that the very best primer I've ever used is from Urban Decay because it just it can hold on to all that chunky glitter, all the metallics, all the everything. So it's a good it's a good brand to try because if it can hold that, it can hold your regular eye makeup. That is true. Now, moving on to mascara, you have mm-hmm. two. Which ones are you loving that don't smear? Because that's all obviously right. a big problem so for a lot of people. <laughs> I have hunted. I have had no brand loyalty when it's come to ma- when it when it comes to mascara. I have been all over the map. I have paid five dollars and I've paid fifty five dollars. Everything from Chanel, everything uh, from to to you know the Maybelline pink and green. I mean, I've been all over the map because <laughs> the I'm pink constantly. And green, yep. I'm looking for the perfect mascara because I love the look of false lashes. I am scared because of something you told me to get the permanent lash extensions because you told me they kind of crimp around, especially if yeah. you don't sleep on your back. Yeah. So I've never that was a, to that, that was a big mistake that I made. Huge. And actually, speaking of my friend Dominique, she did it too. And she was like, there, this is so much maintenance that she ended up having them removed because you have to, it, it was a lot. Yeah, yeah. you have to I get mean, Some people are into it. it. You know, if you look, if you sleep in corpse pose every night, then it's fine. But right. if you're like a normal person, you know, I found them difficult to even shower with, you know, because yeah, like see. when they get wet and, you know, it, yeah, it was a lot. 
But I, I love, love how they look. Lots of lashes, though. Yeah. Me too. And so I love how they look. And but I decided not to do it after your recommendation. So I've never tried those. I will wear false eyelashes, but usually because I'm in a hurry in the morning and I've got a limited amount of time, I'm not wearing them every single day. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who will actually put in those little individual lashes, and she says they stay on her for like two weeks. Now that's not me, again, because I'm wearing eye makeup. Like every the little day. clusters where it's like yes. little three lashes at a time. I've used them before because they're easy to apply and yeah. you can be really specific like where you want them so I do mm-hmm. love that but that's a long and involved process it's not like a quick thing and I don't I don't think I could let them stay on for two weeks like she does I no. feel like that would drive me insane the glue oh my god Ugh. I'd be itching like crazy yeah I know Mm-mm. so uh, I will use the full false lashes when I'm you know when I'm doing something special occasion night out something like that but During the week, I just want my lashes to look good and I want them to stay. I don't want them to come off or, you know, migrate as we've talked about down your face. So I've tried a lot of products. So the first one I'll tell you about is the more expensive one. And even that's not too bad. And it was actually a recommendation. I was, my cousin does my hair. She's my stylist. And she, I was looking at her one day because she was up in my business, as you can imagine. And so I looked and I'm like, Steph, what are you using on your eyelashes? I said, are you putting on false eyelashes every day? And she's like, no, it's, it's Lancome hypnosis. Hypnosis. Is that how we say it? Yes. And so I was like, no way. I'm like, that's really Lancome. She's like, yeah. So hypnosis drama, right? It is. Yes. Yeah. That used to be my go-to. That is good stuff. It's great. And I even got the white base because mm-hmm. they also sell a base so you can do it i don't i find that it doesn't really help that much so i i didn't got yeah rid of, i felt i, I felt the victim base. for the i did the base too once and i was like this is just a weird cluster of clumps it just, i think uh. it makes it too clumpy yeah. um i that's why i don't like it i like really v- like voluminous lashes but i also like them to be individual i don't like that whole mm-hmm. nobody likes the clumpy look so i really find that that lancome was kind of my go-to and then i started using it all the time. 29 bucks. I find that it it was it lifts your lashes, a lot of volume, and it's buildable, which I like. So if you just want to do a quick, you know, coat of mascara and go out for the weekend, great. If you want to get more drama, you can use multiple coats. It doesn't clump and it, you look more dramatic. And then I was influenced. You know, we talked we did an episode about being influenced. <laughs> this girl I follow on Instagram is talking about this Essence Lash Princess mascara. It, I think Victoria could possibly be my favorite makeup buy ever. Wow. It's it's $4.99. You can buy it at Target. You can buy it at Amazon. You can buy it in the drugstore or at Ulta. I mean, it's everywhere. And it's called Essence Lash Prince's False Lash Effect Mascara. It's gluten-free in case you want to eat it. And it's (laughs) cruelty-free in case... (laughs) That's important to you. You know and what? It, that's really interesting. Cruelty free at that pri- price point is not always yeah, easy. It's not, not always easy. easy to find. Okay. That's so great. For five bucks, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to try it. You know, I was influenced. Her lashes looked great, but let's just see. And she said it was an unpaid post. So I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. I used it one time and I have not gone back. I buy multiple, like multiple containers of this. I keep them in my desk. I have, I have them everywhere. They really do last all day. If you reapply once per day, you are, you are golden. However, it gives you volume. It gives you length. There is no clumping. It's the perfect brush. It's the perfect shape to hold in your hand. It is. I'm excited about this. I need to try this. 
five bucks and it only comes in black. And some people I saw were complaining online that they don't have it in brown. I don't care. I'm blonde. I still want black, dark lashes. Um, So if that's people's only complaint that they don't have, you know, diversity Mm. in color, mm, I don't care. Give me the black. It's, it's my very favorite product. I never understood who would want brown mascara. I think some blondes feel like they want like a more natural look. But the reason I'm wearing mascara is to not look natural. If I want a natural look, I'll just get out of bed and go someplace. Excellent point. (laughs) Let's not not be all virtuous and clutching our pearls about the brown mascara. Right, right. Exactly. (laughs) So I I highly like five five stars, six out of five, out of five. I mean, it's just it's a great, great product. I really like it a lot. Wow. That's wild. So do they make... Here's my question, though. Do they make a waterproof version? No, or I is think it waterproof? They might. They might have waterproof. I, it's not marked. I don't really know. I hate waterproof only because whatever makes it waterproof irritates my eyes. And so mm. that's not a, a go-to must-have thing for me. Um, I, the I reason this- I ask is because I have to wear waterproof because my lashes don't hold a curl without it. Oh, my lashes, that's interesting. I have had them professionally curled. You know, where mm-hmm. like it's like a, a mini perm. That yeah. was a disaster. That was, when I tell you what a fucking nightmare that was, yeah. they looked great when I walked out of the salon. They grew in like crimped and it was it was the longest process to get them back to normal. So I'm never doing that again. Um, and I literally did it just because everyone was doing it. Everyone's like, oh, you have to go get your lashes like curled and it lasts like six weeks or whatever. I remember when you told me that, didn't I laugh? I'm like, do they put a little tiny roller in there? And you're like, yes. yeah. <laughs> and it even and and the funny thing is, like, if you ever had a perm when you were younger, it's yeah. the same, it's the same smell. You oh, remember that perm that smell? Perm solution. Yeah, it's the same thing. So that was a disaster. But I that's how much this has been an issue for me. My they lashes have waterproof. I just checked, by the way. Excellent. They have a waterproof. Thank version. you. Mm-hmm. So here, so a makeup tip that I got from one of the beauty blogs that I have read forever, maybe in style. Um, years ago, I I could not keep. I mean, I lash curl. You know, I would curl the lashes, put the mascara on. I've tried Hypnos Drama, the one from Lancome that you mentioned, mm-hmm. is a great mascara. That was my go-to for. 10 years maybe even yeah. like i mean a long time because there was something before that i think it was the defi- the definiseal was the I first know that one right yeah. and then hypnos came out and then hypnos drama and i i mm-hmm. followed the progression the drama so hyp- was the best drama's the best yeah um and i used the waterproof version of drama and that worked mm-hmm. great so i read in this beauty blog that if your lashes are not holding a curl which mine would not i'd end up putting the mascara on letting it dry and then curling them again which oh. if you've ever tried to do that it rips your lashes right it out hurts. i mean it's mm-hmm. really painful but that yeah. was the only way i could keep any curl they just fall flat completely so they said in this article you're just going to have to use waterproof mascara mm-hmm. and the reason for that it's not necessarily that i have an issue with like crying or tearing or moisture or anything like that it's that waterproof mascara dries like 10 times faster than regular huh so it doesn't it it, it dries while you're before your lashes can fall flat so that's, oh, that's really, really the cool. reason that's a good tip yeah so that's the real reason i don't like waterproof mascara it's a pain in the ass to take off it's very drying for your lashes it's like it's not great 
But again, it's the only thing I can do if I don't want to have straight, flat looking lashes. Um, but I'm very happy that your pick comes in waterproof because that's going to be that's going to be clutch. I'll share what I'm using. What I when I moved on from Hypnos Drama, I, I stayed in Lancome. By the way, I agree with you. I have tried Chanel. I have mm-hmm. tried the D, the Dior Show. You know, oh, yeah. mascara that everybody raves about. Hated it. Hated I did too. It. I hated it. I have a full hated container it. still in my makeup bag because I thought, and that's oh, like I'll a sixty dollar mascara. Yeah, that's it's an no expensive mas- mascara, mm-hmm. and and I I got nothing out of it. I've tried every brand: Mac, Nars, Laura Mercier. I mean, you you name it, I've tried it. So yeah. I end up always going back to the Lancome family. Which, by the way, you and I have sensitive skin and sensitive eyes. Lancome has always been amazing for sensitive mm-hmm. eyes. Like I even use I've used their that little blue liquid bottle of the sensitive yeah. formula. I like that stuff. remover. Yeah. It's my go-to. I've I've used it since I was in high school. So, I stayed in the Lancome family when Miss Your Big came along. I've tried and it and I like it. This Lancome is a good nails one. It. Yeah, it's a Lancome good one. Lancome nails it. This is like with one I, I don't even sometimes I don't even do two coats because it's it is big voluminous lashes and I mm-hmm. again use the waterproof but I have also have turned some girlfriends on to the non-waterproof version it's a pink label versus blue for waterproof mm-hmm. and the pink one everyone loves too they're like wow this is a volume like blast it's incredible so I I'm with you totally on the Lancome thing um do you use the same mascara on your upper and lowers yes okay I don't because I don't like waterproof on the bottom because mm-hmm. it's extra hard and a lot more rubbing, you know, to remove. To get and it out, yeah. And I don't have like a crazy blinking issue, so I don't really have migration issues. But I do tend to be really cheap when it comes to whatever <laughs> I use on the bottom. And I tend to just really focus on what the brush looks like, because that's, to me, the most important thing is the brush for the lower yeah. lashes. What do you like Clinique? for that? The down. Clinique, the, the downstairs. <laughs> yeah, for downstairs, Clinique did make, and I don't know if they still do, but they did make a, a mascara that was just a lower lash mascara. And I have a weird feeling that I was the only person who bought it because I've never me, even heard of it. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think it discontinued because it was just me. But um, it, it but the little tiny brush was really great for getting in and you know just you want a little bit of definition on like the lower lashes. Sure. So my current one that I'm using that I really like is I got it at Target and it is by Winky Lux. You know mm-hmm. that brand. I and do. It's called So Extra and it's velvet plush mascara so it doesn't have like a shine to it it's more of a matte kind of look which Mm -hmm. is really good for the lower lashes because it really gives more definition and just kind of lets you know that like you have a row of lower lashes right you know like (laughs) mine kind of disappear (laughs) and so i i have found that this is a really great and i don't even remember how much it was i want to say it was under 10 bucks um i love it i yeah i mean winky lux makes a lot of really good stuff and when they started when I, I mean, and they've probably been at Target for a while and I just didn't notice, but I've been noticing in my local Target, they've built up a lot of the um, cosmetic area more. It's like an Ulta in there now. In fact, it is it's... Ulta, I think, that they brought into to my local Target. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so we've got we like don't a have an Ulta official... in there. Yeah, see, that makes sense because, you know, Sephora's were inside JC Penney's and Kohl's. Yep. So it makes sense that someone would want to be, you know, that Ulta might want to, you know, get some real estate. But um, yeah, so I found this on the display. Like I walked in, I go, oh, they have Winky Lux. They actually have Winky Lux um, false lashes that are supposed to be really good. I've heard next excellent reviews. I've never tried them because I've only had a professional makeup artist, you know, put lashes mm-hmm. on me 
recently. Um, but their Winky Lux lashes are really good. If you're a Housewives fan, I know you don't watch Housewives, but House- the former Housewife of New York, Tinsley Mortimer, who was sort of a socialite about town, she is famous for her false lashes. She's like Wow with the lash- lashes, you know? Wow. It's like, like, it's, yeah. But she did a collaboration with Winky Lux and... Uh, I think it might even still be a thing and it got really good reviews. So if you are looking to I can't buy, wait to try it. I've had yeah. I've had chat like um lip lip balm from Winky Lux that I mm-hmm. really, really like and they're very cute. The yes. packaging's great. So, I have like a little uh, mini like one to. that I got in maybe like the Allure Beauty box. Mm-hmm. It's a and it's a t- it looks like a miniature lipstick tube, but it's just yeah. a lip balm and it's really nice. I know the one that I got was like rainbow. It's really cute. It's like rainbow, really cute packaging, tastes good, nice formula. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it doesn't come up as like a color, but it's just, it's cute. It's pretty. It makes you happy when you look at it. Yes, that's true. And, and they're small, you know, it looks like a little, mm-hmm. like, a little, like bullet. a little bullet. Yeah. So they're really small. They're easy to, you know, pop in your purse or whatever. But um, that's, I love, I cannot wait. What is the name of that? Essence is the brand. Yeah. So it's Essence Lash Prince's False Lash Effect Mascara. That is the wordiest title it's more you pay 50 cents for every word of that title (laughs) that is like the longest title ever i know i had to write it down i knew it was essence lash princess but i'm like i better write this all down false lash effect mascara it's really great i'm excited to try the winky lux too because i like i've never tried a separate formula for my bottom lashes so now you're making me think that i'm missing out on something well the reason that i that i liked it because they had the sample and um you know or like the little tester one and it's I mean, I'm small. showing you on our screen. Yeah, it's a really small brush. Yeah, so it's it's because I've if I've used like like the Miss You Are Big, right? It's a huge, thick brush. If it's you tried to gigantic. put this on your bottom lashes, it's going to be halfway down to your cheeks. Like right. it's, it, you're gonna, you know, it's everywhere. So the brush is really important for the the lower lash line. Um, but yeah, it's and again, under ten bucks, you know, Can't for the lower it. lashes, like they don't need special treatment. They just no. need to show up. <laughs> they and just funny. need to be there. I think with mascara, I mean, there's a lot to be said about, yes, you can find some good bargain skincare. You can find bargain foundation and stuff like that. But traditionally, you're going to get what you pay for when it comes to mm-hmm. those things. I think with mascara, it's so funny because it is really all over the place. You can find great mascaras that are under 10 bucks, and you can find great mascaras that are over 40 bucks. But what's going to be more important to you? What you know? What are you looking for? Do you want volume? Do you want length? I yeah. don't know if you remember when we were when I was thinking about our episode today, when I was a little girl, and this is, this is so 80s, I'm dating my uh, dating myself. There was a purple tube, and I've got to Google it and see what it was. It was a purple tube of mascara. It was wider at the base. It almost looked like, like a vase, I guess. And the bottom had like a dial, and it had like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Do you remember that? And you turned up the, the dial to where you wanted it to be with no. the intensity of the mascara. So intensity 80s. meaning like the color intensity like or the, how much product how came much out. would like how much would come out of it or how long you wanted your lashes so of course huh. i can't imagine anybody would have ever left it like on one all these women are cranking it up to eight but it made you feel very in control and it was obviously just some kind of packaging gimmick, gimmick thing <laughs> how it worked i mean i must have been four years old when it came out and i remember looking at it and touching it and my mom had it and can i spin the can i spin it up what number do you want mom and it, it was just it's one of those things that's just stick, it's stuck in my that's mind my so entire funny. life. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. To get to that. 
And it's a lot of stuff that we remember. Yeah, a lot of stuff that I remember, like, that was in my mom's bathroom. Yeah. You know, like, the St. Ives apricot scrub. Oh, I love. Which ruined everyone's complexion. (laughs) But the smell, oh, yeah, it was nice. It smelled like you just wanted to eat it. And I think the reason it was so harsh, didn't it actually have, like, walnut shells? Oh, yeah. No, it was a nut. You were actually rubbing (laughs) nut shells (laughs) (laughs) on your face. (laughs) We've come a long way. We have come, come a long, long way. way. Can you imagine? They're like, gosh, this dry skin's really building up. I'm just going to crack a walnut and just rub it along my cheekbones. It's crazy. It was, I know. It was intense, that scrub. I also, and it's still out there, and I still love it. Every once in a while, I'll pick up a tube, and then eventually I lose it or th- toss it away. But the Clinique Black Honey. My mom used to use the Black Honey lipstick from Clinique all the time. Black and honey. Every, Oh, mm. my gosh. It's like iconic from Clinique. And they just relaunched it probably three or four years ago because and now they have almost honey which is like their lighter version of it it's a dark it looks like it's black or dark brown very chestnutty color Mm -hmm. in the tube but when you put it on it's like this beautiful kind of burgundy red oh really nice yeah do you remember speaking of Clinique because my mom has very sensitive skin so she was is still to this day a very much into Clinique stuff yeah um and the Ulta that's near me like the front half of the store is all Clinique. So they still have a lot of products. Right? It, they do. Do you remember the green soap dish? It would slide yeah, open pearl, and then the bar like of soap green. was green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> I do. My mom, I think my mom still uses that soap. It, Isn't that, I don't, it does I'm still not, have the cool t- the container? Yeah. I think it still has the thing where it like slides oh, I open. Love it. <laughs> love it that is set, like because my so mom used Clinique too she had this like cu- like kind of peachy apricot blush and the other brand do you remember prescriptives oh yeah mm-hmm. prescriptives i think that like still it. exists right does it really I oh i thought it went out so. that was like the jam where you had to take like quizzes and stuff to get your yeah. perfect shade and then you're always ticked off because you're like well i like you know that better or <laughs> I oh you purple. know what you know what prescriptives i think was bought by Origins, what could be make? I could be making this up, but I feel like I'm not. And there was either some sort of a merger of the products, or Origins absorbed all of prescriptives. Estee Lauder has it now. Okay, parent organization. Estee Lauder. It says, yeah, everything is owned by a big conglomerate at this point. I know it's a bummer, but gosh, that prescriptives high school gen. It was the jam. Like I, uh, I, it was, everybody loved it. It was like that. And there was also a clothing company. Look, we're like reminiscing now called <laughs> Units. <laughs> Do you remember Units? Was that a East Coast thing? I that's not. We should. Have, this is a actually a topic for another. Episode. I know. Right? I, we got to do it. You know what? You know we. You know what? Actually, I love that idea. Let's do nostalgic beauty. Like definitely. Let's do a whole. We'll get. We'll. We'll get everybody on Instagram to chime in on what their nostalgic beauty product is that they remember. Yeah, As let's a kid or their mom's makeup bag. Units, totally. Just to, I love that. to finish that up was a clothing line, and it was everything was in kind of like jersey, basically like jersey cotton. And they had like skirts and dress. Everything was in like these big, bright, bold colors, but everything was meant to match. So Hmm. you, and that's why they would call it units. So you could get a top that would always, like every top would match every bottom in the store. We should do a whole episode on like what was in the mall because malls don't exist anymore. (laughs) I know. 
It is sad when you walk through the mall and you're like, everyone, you like feel some hope when you see a Bath and Body Works and a Victoria's Secret, you know? It's Clinging just, to for dear life. I know. Please don't <laughs> shut us down. They are just, I mean, they are clinging. Like the people working there, just every time someone walks by, they just please look desperate. Please like, Please come in. Please come in. My check needs to get cash. Please. It has to clear. It's it's... so depressing because that was my weekend. I mean, that was in high school. That's where I was. You could find your typical San Fernando Valley girl. That's where we always were was at the mall. That's so funny. Not anymore. It's like a graveyard in there. But you have nail questions. Yes. I have one nail question um, before we end this, wrap it up for this week. So my nails are at like historically low at a historically low Historic moment. Lows. Yeah. <laughs> Historic lows. These are unprecedented times. <laughs> you know, I mean, all the Do you need a bill? Should we pass a bill to help we need you? A, I need a, a referendum. Yeah. Um, they are just really damaged, really dry, really mm-hmm. bad. And so because I'm in my current work situation, I don't have to be on a keyboard as much as I used to. Yep. So I'm. That was the only thing that ever prevented me from having longer nails. I really hate typing on a keyboard with long nails. It drives me nuts, mm-hmm. and it slows me down. But now I'm actually thinking that I might make my first foray into the world of professional fake nails. I mean, I've popped on, you know, yeah. The, what, uh, what are they? The impress, you know, which right. I love, uh, and they can last like a week and they look great. But I want to do like real salon ones. But I have no idea where to begin. Okay. And so you're you're my fir- you were my first text. <laughs> like where do well, I begin? You do know first of all that none of this is going to help your nails get any better or stronger, right? We have now you can acknowledge that before we start this I conversation. I'm suspicious of that. Yes. Nothing's going to make your nails get better or stronger. I, and look, I'm telling you this as someone who has just been going through what you went through because I've been wearing gel like during the pandemic my gel was off. My nails were actually pretty healthy. But I my know. nails break a lot. They're like the rest of me, dry and brittle, I think. Which is <laughs> <laughs> just a sad statement of affairs, but they are. And so I'm like, oh, gosh. And I put gel on all the time. And then what happens is that the gel comes off and then I start picking it off. And it's a horrific cycle. I'm so in this to- position now because, truthfully, because I did back to back to back to back gel yeah, manicures that's for me. months. Like I went from April through uh, probably the beginning of September. Oh yeah, girl, with no break. I mean, I mean, no break. Since and now my nails are just like rebelling. Since COVID sort of wrapped, I mean, I've been in gel for like well over, I mean, well over a year. But and I don't even give myself any breaks. And so I went to the nail salon, and I was like, my nails are so weak; they keep breaking even with gel. And so she told me, so if you have some time, so I guess this is the question. If you want immediate results, I can help you. Or if you want to invest some time and make it a little better for your nails, this is what I would recommend. This is what I have on my nails right now. And I've got Mm -hmm. some length to my nails. Um, Have you tried BioGel ever? No, but I've heard you mention that. I've heard you say that's really good. Absolutely a game changer. So BioGel takes your regular natural natural nails, no plastic tips, no fake tips, which I enjoy because I like having fake nails every once in a while, but they feel like they're just like germ magnets for me. And so I get kind of like after a well, while, see, that's I get weirded the thing. Out. I get weirded out when I see and this happens all the time on Instagram and I don't know if I'm the only one, but mm-hmm. like when I follow people like I follow Chrissy Teigen because I like a lot yeah. of her like recipes and stuff and her cooking with long nails just I it, <sighs> and yeah. also let's be honest and Kylie Jenner long- holding a baby with those gigantic no. claws like oh no 
too long, too pointy. How do yeah. you like? How do you clean yourself up? They're down weapons. There? It's. I mean, they're just weapons. Yeah. So, so I'm not doing that. I would want to do a little more length with a rounded tip because I don't like long and square. Short and square. Want- yeah. It, it, okay. So short and square you like, long and square. Yeah. Unless you do coffin, you could do coffin where it like evens out. So you would want to do something rounded, but forget the shape for a second. So if you do biogel, biogel is on top of your regular nails. Mm-hmm. It's a hard, it's a hard gel. So you just, your nails as they are, hard and it's gel. Clear. So it's just a clear. clear gel. Okay. And they cure it with the UV light and then you pick whatever color gel and put, they put gel over it. And oh. if you do that, and it lasts, it lasts so much longer than regular gel, like three to four weeks, like that long. Wow. You don't have to leave it on that long. If you want, I would say go every two or three weeks just at the beginning. And I'm telling you within a month, your nails will have grown out and they will be your natural nails. And then you just continue with the biogel and the gel. That's what I've been doing. If you have someone who knows how to do biogel, and then you can do whatever shape you want. If you have someone who really knows how to do biogel, they don't get too thick either, which is one of my pet peeves where they look fake. Um, yes. And it costs a little bit more, but it's your own nail. And if you have like a month to commit to this, it's going to, it's your own. Oh nail. yeah, I definitely so do. Cause that's, they're, they're just awful right now. That's number one. So definitely ask for biogel and then you just pick your gel polish on top of it. If you want to get length right now, I'm not an acrylic nail fan. Never have been. I think they're damaging. I think it's hard to take off. They're just, ugh. but I've I heard did. wraps and dips. Now I okay. don't know what either of that means, but I've heard wraps so, and dips. <laughs> I did gel tips and okay. I highly recommend if you're going to want length right now to do the gel tip. And basically it's a tip that they glue on and then they put this gel coating over it and then regular gel and you've got length right away. So gel tips, I think okay. are a really good alternative. I feel like they're just not quite so as it doesn't thick and cover. Bulky. It doesn't Not cover whole your nail. whole nail, right? Mm-hmm. So that's actually just, good so that oxygen can still get to the nail I mean, nail you're bed. still going to have a layer of gel on there, but right. I think it still feels healthier to me. It may not be, but it yeah. still feels better to me than the acrylic. Now, the other thing, um, when I went back to uh, I don't know uh, what Colorado, the dip means. I don't know what the dip That's powder. Means. So okay. dip is, instead of painting on a color, it's a little jar of powder. And they put a clear coat on your nail and then they dip your nail into the powder and then they dip it again and then they brush it off. And then they put more clear stuff and they dip it again and dip it again. And so the color builds up basically and it's powder that turns into a color. I had it on Hmm. for, I went to a new nail salon in Colorado because I really needed my nails done before my grandfather's funeral. And the lady there was just like, you need this, you need that, you need this, get dip, get. So I tried dip for the first time. It lasted like a month. Um, so this was dip on your at, natural nails. On my natural nails. And my nails really grew. And yeah. um, I liked it. I don't think I would do it every time, only because you really have to have someone who can shape it all together. And I felt like mine started to look kind of like, I don't know, they just weren't shaped right at the end. And so oh, I, that okay. may have been the salon I was in in Colorado. Do but, they have to like file it with that little roller metal thing? Because I've um, seen women getting that done in the salon, that's to but take I never off. know what That's going to be to take off the the, the polish. It's going to be taking off the biogel. It'll be taking off the dip that files things down. They okay. could shape with that, but the lady I went to just shaped with the file. It's just, it kind of just wasn't very even. And so I think that's probably mm. the risk with dip is it's, it, you could, you better you have someone, someone who really, really knows. knows. Yeah. That yeah. sounds like that's kind of a highly skilled thing. But like, if you want to like grow when you your see own. on Instagram, like real nail artists, you know, totally. Have, 
Yeah. Okay. So that's a good if tip. If you want to so- grow your own, I would say start with biogel. If not, do the gel tips. I think that's where I would start and then see what you think about those two. But I think you have the time and it really doesn't take that yeah. long if your nails aren't breaking and the biogel gives it lots of strength. So I'd start there. The one thing I did do last night in knowing that we were going to talk a little bit about nails, I did Google like acrylic nails 101 because like I knew yeah. nothing. So I wanted to see what came up. And pretty much uh, the one of the first things that popped up was an article from Cosmo magazine saying essentially like don't get acrylic nails before you don't need read, to. Th- read this before you get acrylic nails. And it was like a whole long list of why you shouldn't do it. Yeah. So and you I, don't need I like them the anymore. idea of the tips. Yeah. Plus a lot of, I mean, most of the time with gel or with biogel, it's supposed to be soak off. And many times they just get lazy. They don't want to wait. So they, they file a lot of it mm-hmm. off. But with the acrylics, there is no soaking off. I mean, you actually have to, you know, grind it off, which is Ugh. not good. That doesn't sound good. No. And one actually one last little tip that I'll give on the nail thing, because my nails had gotten, you know, at the point now that they're at. um, And you're right. When you go to a nail salon and you're supposed to sit there and soak, you know, in to get the gel manicure Mm -hmm. off, they never wait long enough. And then they just dig and scrape and everything. So what I did was I got um, I got and I'll post what it is. I got it on Amazon and it is a gel. It's a gel remover but it, you paint it on and then mm-hmm. layer by layer, it literally just starts to peel off on its Ooh, own. That's cool. So it's much gentler. So my whole thing now is if, if I do, I mean, eventually, I mean, I love a gel manicure. Eventually I will be getting them again, mm-hmm. but I will be in charge of my own removal. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I've learned because my nails have just gotten too damaged. And I honestly think it's not really the manicure itself. It's, it's the, the digging. I think I yeah. think you're absolutely right. Or if they bubble and then you start picking yourself because then you're taking nail yep. layers of nail off. So I Ugh, would definitely, I if you're interested in doing that, probably the best thing is biogel. I want to try also, the biogel. They yeah. also call it hard gel in some of the salons. So depending, look okay. for those two things. Those are kind of the, Good bu- to know. the buzz, the buzzwords. Perfect. Well, thank you. You are a wealth it's... of knowledge. <laughs> Anytime you want to ruin your nails, just call me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Beauty Pop. Uh, We'll post everything on our Instagram page at Beauty Pop Pod. You can email us and we are definitely going to do like the mall episode. I can't wait. Nostalgic Beauty Mall episode. We got mall and nostalgia, I think. And then that's when we review Stranger Things probably, right? (laughs) How perfect would that be? I know, right? I haven't even seen a mall unless it's a show that's set in the 80s. Like that's like that's the only place you can see them now. Um, but anyway, yeah. So email us at beautypoppod at gmail.com. If you have, if you want to share your nostalgic beauty stuff, we'll do some polls and everything up on Instagram as well, uh, which I think will be really fun. So thank you guys so much for listening. And also, if you could leave us a rating and review, that really helps our visibility on the Apple charts, which are very... Um, um, what's the word? I don't want to insult Tough to Apple, crack. Tough to crack. There you go. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Thanks, guys, so much. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.